0: This is episode 303 of the Wildlife Photography Podcast. In this episode, what photographic skills do you lose first? Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from WildEye. It's Thursday, new episode, and in this one I wanted to touch on photographic skills. So what happened is a little bit earlier today, I had a meeting with a client of ours and he hasn't shot for a while. So we kind of just spoke a little bit about kind of what's happened during lockdown and photography and where we're keen to travel to and kind of got stuck down the rabbit hole of technicality in photography. So for example, what is the new update to the cat? We're talking Olympus specifically, he shoots Olympus. And what does the new update do? How do I photograph the bird? Cause now having photographed at home in his garden, right? Uh, there's only certain skill sets that, that you use. so the technicality was based around that. and as I was walking back up to the office I started thinking you know what I know that when I go out to photograph next or when I go on safari or expedition again, there are certain skill sets that are going to feel rusty. Now it's always the same if you haven't done it for a while. So normally what I do is on a photographic tour I would on the first afternoon because you would get there over lunchtime you would settle in. And I normally say to the people, okay, this first afternoon, this first half a day, right, let's think of it as kind of stretching before the main event. And during that afternoon, I would then just ask people to just shoot, just do their thing. Obviously, I'm there to answer questions, but just leave them to do their thing. And I use that as a way to judge, kind of see where they're at. What are the shortcomings? What are they struggling with? And for them also to just get back in, recall muscle memory, if you will. So that's kind of the first afternoon. And the one thing, a couple of my clients have said this to me is I normally look for weakness and I poke at that because that's where we can get better photographically, right? But in that first afternoon, people find their feet, they kind of just get used to changing things and to kind of how exposure work and aperture works. And it got me thinking with all of us, well, the majority of us, not having photographed much, I'm assuming, during the last six months of lockdown and quarantine. When we get back out into the field, what are you going to struggle with? Because I don't think it's going to be the technicality thereof. We know what aperture does. We know how to change it. You know that 2.8 versus f8 is going to give you different uh, looks and feels to the image. right? So I do not think that when we get back to doing what we do, that technicality is going to be the challenge. I think that storytelling and narrative and creative and composition. Those are the things I think we're going to struggle with. So when when you next look at the leopard, tiger, polar bear, whatever your next trip's going to be once we start traveling again, is looking through the camera, you're going to know how to set shutter speed and how to set aperture and those things. But I think the rusty bit is going to be that narrative and how we tell stories of the things we see. And I think the what's the word I'm looking for here I think the 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 prediction of what's going to happen next that's going to be slower than usual like if you go on a Mara week with me and you see lions every morning which you normally do you kind of start looking at the scene and subject and you start predicting and you kind of get a gut feel of what's going to happen next I think that's going I think we're going to lose that And I think it's going to take us a little while to get back into that. So it's it's taking the animal behavior and predicting what happens next. That helps with composition. I think the creative nature of us suddenly looking at the world through a camera again is going to be a challenge. Not the technicality, the creating part thereof. Because there's a lot to be said for the gut and feel. I've said this many many times before. Nobody goes into or, or comes into your home looks at a, uh, one of your images on your own wall and says, holy shit, Jerry, that is one of the best ISO pictures I've ever seen. It doesn't work that way. We're attracted to the narrative, the story, the, the, the way you use composition to beg a question of the viewer. That would be, that, that, that's what it should be. Jeez, if someone said to me, ooh, that's the best shutter speed I've ever seen, that's offensive. That's not a compliment. Because then it means my narrative isn't standing up strong enough to, to, to be the thing that people see. So I think for me personally, when we get back into the field, I think it's going to be that. I can pick up a camera right now and shutter speed won't be a problem. Aperture won't be a problem. I think changing those things on the fly quickly might be a bit rusty, but that'll be half a day and your back. I think it's the brain, the photographic brain, the photographic voice has been quiet for so long that I think that's going to be the challenge. And even for those of you that have been photographing at home, you've been photographing Aunt Betty or the pets or landscapes, birds in your garden, whatever. When you suddenly get back into the big, real, exciting world of nature and wildlife travel, that's what's going to be the thing that I think we're going to... And it's not look, it's a great, it's a wonderful struggle to have is suddenly to start telling those stories again because I think we all want it. But I think that's where we're going to kind of get stuck initially. And I think that's the skill that's going to go first, photographically. But the one thing, and this is its kind of a contradiction, because one of the things when we get back there that I'm going to be pushing my clients to do is to take less pictures, to make less images because of the experience. I would rather you get 10 good good images out of a sighting than 100 average ones, but you spend more time just watching and smelling and feeling the wind and listening and all of that. Than just getting stuck behind the viewfinder. I would like to think that most people will approach it like that because of what we've been through and the the privilege and the excitement of going back to these places. So So I hope most of us don't get buried behind a viewfinder when we go out again because you're going to be torn between, shit, I haven't been here for a while. Let me do more of this versus, oh my goodness, it's such a privilege to be here. So I'm going to kind of try and find the balance between those two. And when we do... I think my focus on teaching and inspiration is going to go the route of creative heavily. Because I think that's what we're going to lose first. But I would love to hear from you. What do you think, as a photographer, what do you think is the one skill, photographically, and it could be anything, that you have lost during the last six months of lockdown? Whether you've been photographing or not, because it's going to be very different when you get back into the field, what is the one skill that you think you're going to struggle with in a good way when we go back to the wild places of the world? Let me know. If you want to get in touch, my email is jerry at wildeye.co.za, jerry, G-E-R-R-Y at wildeye, two words with a dash in between.co.za, and jerry for on all the social media platforms. I would love to hear what you have to say. Guys, as always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one. Cheers.